You're listening to episode 184 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up. I'm your host, Elizabeth Hartke, and if you're listening to this, you're probably a maverick like me. How convenient because I literally made the show just for you. I'm a business scaling strategist that's been in the game for almost a decade now, and I'm weirdly passionate about helping impact-driven entrepreneurs, business owners, brands, and go-getters scale their businesses and their lives. Imagine taking your impact, your income, and your freedom of time to the levels that you can only dream about. Making your mission known to the world and mastering your business strategy so you don't have to keep on trading dollars for hours. I built two two comma businesses doing what I love, what I believe in, and a lot of that has to do with teaching you how to do the same. We drill down on strategy, but we know that it takes more than just business tactics to live the life that you envision. So we go deep on health optimization, mindset, leadership, relationships, and just being that scaled up version of you who is primed and ready to step into your purpose and peak performance. Some days I record this bad Larry from my closet to escape my three littles, and some days I'm down at my barn office on our 12-acre farm. So do me a favor, grab your notebook and a pen and your favorite bevy, and let's get to the show. Welcome to today's pep talk. Man, today's pep talk is a little different than your average, but first, a fun fact, because we need something fun before I kick off today's episode. And that fun fact is when I was pregnant with my son, Jack, I was so insanely addicted to chewing ice, it's not even funny, which is weird because I normally hate biting into things like that, but I could, my ice maker couldn't keep up with my addiction. It was a true addiction. I could not, it wasn't just a craving. I think I had pica or pica, however you say it, which is where you have some kind of deficiency that gets you going on chewing ice for whatever reason. But I couldn't control it. My ice maker couldn't keep up. So every other day, Michael would have to go buy a five-pound bag of ice in addition to what I was chewing with the ice maker. I thought I was going to lose all my teeth. I was like, this cannot be good. I had to go to the dentist and make sure. And he said it was fine. So that's my fun fact. But today's episode, I have gone back and forth whether I want to participate in this drama in any capacity. But I've had enough people reach out, including my team, asking for my thoughts or feeling like, I should, um, you know, share my my perspective on what's been going on with the Rachel Hollis drama. So this, I have a very strong opinion, and apparently it's an unpopular one because I've watched this unfold and I've seen other people's opinions, and it's just so not mine. So I've been debating whether I want to participate in this mostly because my first thought was when I saw it was to disregard it. Like I have zero interest in getting roped into this nonsense and I'm going to tell you why. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, she put up some post. It was a video and I'm not so much commenting on my thoughts on her words as I am what's going on with this whole thing. So just take note of that. But here's my strong, strong, strong opinion 20 years ago, pre-social media, when someone was being what we perceived as whether it's a jerk jerk or a moron in what they were saying, or if you vehemently disagreed with them, you'd disregard them. We would disregard them. They would become less significant, not more significant. But we live in a culture today that makes us feel like we really know people because we follow them on social media when we really don't know them at all. 
And I do not believe in this public flogging culture. And I hesitate so greatly to get involved with it for a series of reasons. The first being that cancel culture is unproductive and toxic and it's gotten completely out of control. We leave zero room for personal accountability, for restoration, for forgiveness, for change. And we attack people like we haven't done things ourselves that we're not proud of, that we don't want put out on the internet. And we even go as far as to attack them on something we found on them from when they were a teenager. If I had on the internet all the ish that I did over my childhood and teen years, I would go like dig a hole and bury myself in it. It's ridiculous what we're doing to people. We're being like completely inhumane. So again, I am not necessarily focusing so much on what she said. I didn't even want to drop her name in the podcast because I just think it's so wrong that we're this attack mode the way that we are. So the first reason that I really was hesitant to say anything was because the way that this is being handled goes in direct conflict with my core values. Direct conflict. We have core values as a company, and we really work hard to stand behind those core values because they're how we make decisions, they're how we operate, and they're our North Star in our the way we act and how we view things, and they're really important to us. And one of our main core values is the golden rule. Treat other people how you would want to be treated no matter what, period, end of story. Even if they've mistreated you, treat other people how you would want to be treated no matter what, period, end of story. And that is not what people are doing. They're walking around with like a plank in their eye talking about everyone else's wrongdoings and pointing fingers and taking no personal ownership. And they're focusing on the negative and it's driving me nuts. If you don't like something, if it's not your cup of tea, if it's not your bag, if you disagree with it, sure, you can address it. I'm not excusing unacceptable or inexcusable behaviors, but the fact that it becomes such a focal point when we all have so much work to do on ourselves is mind-blowing to me. Another set of core values we have are love and compassion. The way people are responding and treating a human being is disgusting, is disgusting to me. There is no love and compassion. Even if someone does something that is wrong, it doesn't mean that you go do wrong too to make that right. That's bad math. So I don't want to be a participant in something that has become so toxic and so disgusting that it's like, I don't want anything to do with that. And the other thing is, within our company, we eat, sleep, and breathe leadership. And there has been such a lack of leadership around this entire drama. And it's not just this. This is happening on repeat with tons of people. I'm seeing it across the board. So many people getting attacked. And, and again, let me like reiterate because I can already feel the emails coming in from the people who are only taking sound bites of what I'm saying and not actually listening to my words. When someone does something wrong, it needs to be addressed. But there are ways to address it that embody leadership and there are ways that are just pathetic and low blows and completely unproductive. And I'm seeing a lot of the latter. What's happening right now is not leadership, which brings me great joy because it means we need more of it in the world. And conveniently, I'm launching a company to combat the lack of it. So that's a good thing. Secondly, I don't know 
Rachel Hollis. I don't know any of these people over the last years that have been on blast and under attack for whatever it is they've done or not done. I don't even really love her content so much. It's, she's not even someone like that I follow greatly. And she doesn't, here's a piece that people forget. She doesn't know me. So when she says something that's stupid or disrespectful or wrong, I don't take personal offense to it. People are sitting around watching strangers on the internet say things and then acting like they were sitting across from them in their living room and just donkey kicked them in the chest. I get it. People can say things that are offensive. You know what we have access to? An unfollow button. An unfollow button. She doesn't know you. She is not talking to you. The fact that people take such personal offense to this stuff is mind-boggling. When someone says something disrespectful or racist or rude or criminal or terrible, not to me. They just say it out into the stratosphere. I look at them and I say, I disregard you. You are useless to me. I think you're an idiot. I think what you said was terrible. But I know they didn't say it personally to me because I don't personally know them and they don't personally know me. And I am getting fired up about this because it drives me nuts that people think that social media is a channel into your living room. It's not. It's a virtual reality. It is not actual reality. So wake up to the fact that Rachel doesn't know you. She doesn't care about you. She doesn't like you. She doesn't personally speak to you and stop thinking that you have some kind of deep relationship with someone who's like, if she says things you don't like, guess what? She should become irrelevant to you. And that's the point that people are missing. So I'll say it 500 more times because I already know that people are going to like attack me for it. This is not to dismiss what she said or to justify or defend it. I think it was a stupid statement for a whole host of reasons. And I think she lacked leadership in that that particular moment. Do I think it makes her a terrible person? No. Again, I don't know her. I didn't like how she, you know, blamed her team. And we can address the problems at hand. I, I didn't like how she... She didn't see the problem with what she said on multiple levels, and there were multiple problems with it. Whatever. We're not getting into the nitty-gritty because I'm not playing that game. But I just want to remind you that there are probably approximately about a bajillion people in the world that say things that I completely disagree with. They are the last people that deserve my attention, not the first. Right? So it's not about dismissing what she said. It's not about saying that it's not important. But why don't we just start moving on and focusing on what we can do to be better and have conversations about the content of what was said and not a personal attack on the human being. It feels like everyone's just jumping on this bandwagon to, to comment and be seen with their thoughts as though every single opinion matters. And I just don't think that's the case. That's why I feel it's so silly to even be doing this show right now. But I had enough people reach out about it that like, why should my opinion matter? I don't know this person. Now, we can talk about the content of what was said. That's a different conversation. I'm more addressing the whole drama in its entirety. I want to read a Bible verse, short and sweet, John 8, 7. He that is without sin among you, let him cast a stone first at her. I don't know about you, but I'm not without sin. So I refuse to participate in a public stoning of anybody else. What I do think can happen are 
productive conversations within our teams, within our communities, in the world that honor our core values and condemn the behaviors we don't agree with without condemning the person. Personal condemnation is not in my job description. I leave that up to the big man. That's not up for me to do. And what I will also say is do not mistake some people's public responses to this as leadership. There was one person in particular, a one of supposedly one of Rachel Hollis's best friends, a very, very well-known person in the industry, very well respected, who responded publicly, basically saying she had reached out to Rachel and hadn't heard from her yet. And that, but here are her thoughts. She thought she was wrong and she just kind of laid out there all the things that she didn't agree with publicly. I want to be crystal clear about this. I've seen a lot of people praising this person for her response and calling it leadership. Leadership would never have been putting someone on blast publicly. It is never public correction or condemnation in life or in business. So keep that in mind, like with employees or people you work with or people in your mastermind, you do not publicly shame somebody and call it leadership. That's not leadership. That's poor management. Leadership would have been having the necessary and maybe tough conversations privately with her best friend. Imagine if you said something that you were getting flack for because it was dumb. You shouldn't have said it, right? And your best friend, who should be there walking with you through this tough time, because we all make mistakes, need I remind you, even if it means telling you how you were wrong. Like, that's a tough conversation, and those conversations need to happen. I need that accountability. I need the friends in my life who can look me in the eye and say, hey, here's where you went wrong in that. But if you think for a second that they should put it in a social media post announcing your wrongdoing and their thoughts on your wrongdoing as honorable or leadership, you've got leadership mega twisted. Never in any world is that leadership. That is called virtue signaling. It's saying what you think the world wants to hear so the angry mob doesn't come for you next because you're guilty by association. Leadership involves discernment and respect and loyalty, not throwing people under the bus for your own sake. That was to give a public perception. That's called PR. Okay? I just wanted to differentiate leadership from all these other things that it actually was. So those are my thoughts. I think we can do better. And here's where I'm going to put my energy. Not on the things that I don't like that don't involve me. Now, I will, because I feel like it's now been like in our faces for however long now, I am having conversations with my team about the things that we stand for and don't stand for, um, conversations in my communities. But guys, there is so much work to be done on ourselves, so much personal accountability to be had. Let's not focus our energy on trying to tear someone else down in an attempt, a desperate attempt to lift ourselves up. And to, to put it under the guise of calling out bad behavior. This is beyond calling out bad behavior. This is bad behavior. So I look forward to the slew of emails of people who, again, take the little clips and call me names. Hopefully you'll hear the whole thing. 
and have an understanding of where I'm coming from on it. But that's my take. We need to uh, do better, a lot better. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for me homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all of the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.